Hello, friends, colleagues, and family. Thank you for tuning in to That's Kingdom Living. I am your host, Ruth Charles, affectionately known as Dr. Ruth. I bring you greetings in the name of the Lord. I sound like Apostle Paul in my opener, right? I want to start by congratulating every man and woman of God who has stood the test of time. Not that you're still in ministry or position, but you are still loving God, loving ministry, loving people, and living the life above reproach. Notice the words above reproach. Not that you're without flaw, so to speak, but a life of maturity. A life of perfection, as the word of God says in James. Leaders that live a life worthy of being followed followed are who I want to celebrate right now at this very moment. So congratulations and well done. Keep it moving, my brother. Keep it moving, my sister. Paul said, I'm not saying that I have this thing all together, that I've made it, but I am well on my way reaching out for Christ who has so wondrously reached out for me. Friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself as an expert in all this, but I have got my eye on the goal where God is beckoning us onward to Jesus. I'm off and running and I'm not turning back. So let's keep focused on the goal. Those of us who want everything God has for us. If any of you have something else in mind, something less than total commitment, God will clear up your blue vision. You'll see it. Now that we're on the right, right track, let's stay on it. Philippians 3, 12 through 16. I just want to talk to you today about because you stayed, you win. You know what? I started off the post the way I did because lately there's been a lot of slashing and bashing going on on the men and women of God. The world is doing what it does best, which is being used as a demonic tool, as an accuser of the brethren. However, the problem that I've witnessed is not with the world. It's that more brethren are accusing each other than the world. For example, let's take take the recent scandal that has fallen on our dear brother, Pastor John Gray. We've recently seen that he went on live TV and expressed with great candor, along with his wife, Pastor Aventer, his marital infidelity, which incidentally, he did not have to do that. And most won't do that. Further, might I add, before he exposed himself to the world, everyone was clueless of the situation. Nonetheless, the saints and the ain'ts from the penthouse to the poorhouse jumped on the old Bash the John Gray family and all preachers bus. I cannot tell you how many men and women of God I had to remind that the same cross you're nailing this man and woman of God to, you may be nailed to later. Whatever happened to Paul's message to the church at Corinth? These are all warning markers. Danger in our history books written down so that we don't repeat their mistakes. Our positions in this story are parallel. They are at the beginning and we at the end. We are just as capable of messing it up as they were. Don't be so naive and self-confident. You're not exempt. 
you could fall flat on your face as easily as anyone else. Forget about self-confidence. It's useless. Cultivate God confidence. 1 Corinthians 10, 11, and 12. You know what? Let's keep it real. How many times and how many things have you done in the dark that only God and his tender mercy has kept out of the light? Well, you know what? I'm going to make this thing personal and talk about me as a Christ follower and a fellow minister of the gospel. I've done a lot of things that I thank my God. He has placed underneath his forgiving grace. And just to keep it clear, honey, this was after my profession of faith. And since I believed, make no mistakes about it, dear friends brethren and family we need each other no man is an island and clearly and certainly no man can stand alone even Jesus chose 12 because leaders are people too those in the church have been so busy fighting for the three p's power prestige and position that the greatest asset to the society the leader the pastor, the priest, the bishop, the apostle, the teacher, the evangelist has been forgotten about. Let's consider the sharp incline of pastoral suicides. What are we as leaders doing about our own? As I stated, we sincerely need each other. And just because one person says thou and you may say thee doesn't make you better than them or them better than you. It makes us different. We're all called and equipped for those we're called to reach. That's why we can't put claims on God's people. It's our job as leaders to train the people and then send them out, not to hold on to them like prizes. Consider this, just because a church has thousands of people does not mean that that pastor is not preaching the truth or that he or she is stealing the money. In the same light, just because a church has less than 200 people doesn't mean that that leader is preaching the truth and living holy. Again, God equipped each of us with what we needed for the specific genre of people that he has called us to. Therefore, it is our God-given right and duty, might I add, as believers to celebrate and pray for one another because together we can strike a mighty blow against the forces of darkness. If we would take the focus off of what's going on in someone else's life and someone else's ministry and leave that to God, then our race would be easier because then there would be a clear vision to see that together we have more for us than that is against us. Now that's kingdom living, baby. Hi. If you're a leader and you like to help change lives and you want to make a little extra money doing it, I want you to reach out to me at the blog that's kingdomliving.blogspot.com or reach out to me right here at anchor.fm slash Dr. Ruth C or just reach out to that's kingdom living or Dr. Ruth C dot online for this opportunity. Again, it's people helping people sharing the gospel. And guess what? There's an income opportunity involved. I'm looking forward to hearing from you.